Thanks to the pandemic, the last IFAD exhibition had to be completely cancelled, leaving much of the industry disappointed and hungry for this highlight event. Now, a few days after IFAD 2022, where the visitors came together to discuss the increasingly pressing issues of better waste management and solutions for decoupling energy resources from fossil fuels, we thought it might be a good time to take stock at this year's event. I think it's safe to say that the visitors were delighted when the Munich Trade Fair Management decided to hold IFAT as an on-site event. And having been at the event myself, I can tell you, I was very glad. It was really good to catch up and see old friends and partners. And in fact, not going hybrid was a bold decision and one that seems to have paid off in many ways. My name is Mitu Moran, and I am happy to welcome the man behind this decision, Philip Eisenman, Exhibition Director at IFAT. Philip, welcome to the program. Hello, Mito. Thanks for having me. So, Philip, to begin with, you have been accompanying IFAT for over 10 years at the Munich Fairgrounds and have been its project manager since 2019. So this is your first, your very first, IFAT under your own responsibility. Are you satisfied? Yes, absolutely. Because um, the the last week was was amazing. The energy, all the feedback we get from the exhibitor and from the visitors was such great. And uh, yeah, so this is amazing also for our team because we have four years with no effort. Everything for 2020 was almost prepared, and when when COVID uh, hit in, and uh, yeah, we have to reorganize everything. Had also digital uh, events organized, but uh, now we we saw after four years but it's still worth to to be as you mentioned in your in your intro um one-on-one is the thing you need in the industry and so i hope you as stroma was also satisfied and the feedback from your side was was the same and uh, if exhibitors are satisfied if uh, visitors are satisfied uh, we as organizer feel the same <laughs> let's put it this way i'm pretty sure it was not only those on the on the tomorrow stand that were smiling Lots of happy people, lots of hugs and handshakes. So it was really, it was, it was time, I think. If we talk about the visitors, and it's been, as I said, four years, did you see any shifts in terms of who was actually visiting IFAT? So if I think about the, the international aspect of this, did you see people, visitors from China? Did you see as many visitors from, from the U.S.? Or was there some sort of impact there? So first of all, very important for us is that we have international visitor groups here because we are claimed to be the world's large and leading trade fair for environmental technology and uh, almost or more than the half of all visitors and exhibitors came from abroad. And this is absolutely the, the right sign for us um, that we uh, inviting the world and everybody uh, comes to Munich. Obviously, we had uh, a lot of in the past strong visitor groups from from China and from from Russia. Of course, uh, these groups are, are are missing, and especially also from Japan or from the US, where well uh, there are also less visitors, and but at least there are still high numbers of, of visitors, and this is uh, what what show us uh, that we collecting groups or inviting groups from all around the world but we had also other regions now um, which was very strong for example a lot of big delegation from Singapore from Brazil um, from the Middle East uh, a lot of groups and of course Europe was very very strong and uh, this is uh, what it's all about um, what we have here the world for one week 
And the ones that you just mentioned from Brazil, from Singapore, the Middle East, would you consider that to be a relatively new um, nationalities that were so well represented? I think our strategy to go into the market now shows that it's the right. We have a subsidiary now in Brazil. We have an um, corporation also in Singapore with our EFAT network. And we had the environmental uh, minister from Brazil here. We have the environmental minister from, from Singapore and also from our region like Egypt or Malaysia here. And so these are not new, but um, with our uh, representatives in this market, uh, we uh, yeah had more power to bring them to Munich. Okay. And actually, it's good to see that environmental issues are certainly taking front and center stage, even outside of Europe. That's a positive trend, of course. Absolutely. It's a, it is still a global problem. So um, we need uh, global solutions and global interactions and, and cooperation to, to solve this. So you mentioned just a few minutes ago that um, this is the fair for environmental technology, and, and I agree with you. And we are, at least in today's episode, interested in waste management and the circular economy, which was one of the focuses of this year's fair. How was that taken? How did that go, the circular economy focus? Absolutely. So the circular economy, so closing the loop, is, is uh, one of the focus topics. And this is all about to protect uh, environmental resources in, in this way. And uh, we did that with uh, with a lot of special areas, for example. We're focusing on the waste stream plastic, for sure. We have two special areas where we show for, uh, on the one Side how we can do with this technology, so what new technologies are needed, and on the other side, what environmental um, situation we need from the political side, from industry side, and what we also looked at in for closing to close the loop is in the building sector, so uh, also a very important waste stream, and we focused also on, on one highlight in hydrogen, so how we can or can hydrogen used in the future in the circular economy and uh, yeah this was uh, very exciting to see um, how it how it works and it, of course it was a topic and it will be also in two years again an um, interesting topic what what is all about to connect us with, with industry so with, with applications and how we can incorporate with a classic let's say classic environmental industry and how the products have to be designed and, and all these things. And was was great discussions and a quite quite of um, starting point for, for this because we need for a circular economy all partners and, and all areas of, of the economy. And so you took a very holistic approach to addressing the circular economy. Would you say compared to four years ago that the focus has become more of a holistic approach rather than looking at individual parts of your own business? Are people, are stakeholders coming together and collaborating more? And did you see that at IFAT? Yeah, absolutely. So the entire environmental topics getting more public awareness in the end. So um, when I look personally back, what uh, everybody's talking about four years ago, it's also dramatically changed on the one hand side but it's still the same problems on the other hand side so um but yeah we say a lot of more awareness in the public from politicians um from the industry side and this makes us very happy because we have of course so much other um yeah a very sad situation around the world and um what i'm very happy with is that we can 
bring back the, the environmental topic on the agenda next to all the other challenges we, we have around the world. And I, I saw that and the industry is getting more and more in, interested in and, and think about, okay, how we can integrate new technologies in our systems. And this is what I rec, uh, realized during the show. And and maybe one of those, let's say, new stakeholders or more vocal stakeholders is from the chemical industry. And they seem to have developed a particularly strong interest in the fair, especially uh, when talking about the topic of plastics recycling. Do you think this is a stable trend? Do you think it's something that's going to continue? And how many more exhibitors from this particular stakeholder group actually participated? So on the exhibitor side, we of course, we saw some exhibitors who participate for the first time and, and say, okay, we want to also um, discuss with the uh, um, existing industry and how we can be integrated in that. This is uh, for sure. But on the other hand, as, as you mentioned, uh, it's right. Um, the, the chemical, the plastic industry, the, the producer of class plastics participate for the first time with, with conferences, with, with stands, with a lot of interest. And um, I think this is very important and what is also on our agenda to integrate them. In the first step, it doesn't matter if they are exhibitors or visitors. I think the important thing is that the discussion is there. So with the recycler talking with the industries and everybody's telling their, their problems and issues and how we can yeah close the, the stream, the loop in, in, in this. And um, yeah, it will be very exciting in the next uh, years, um, two, four, six years. And uh, we as EFERT, we are always a platform for everybody. Um, we saw fantastic new developments and new solutions in existing industry and what, what's, what's changing there. But also um, we are open for new trends and uh, we'll give them also a platform. And yeah, it will be very interesting what happened in the next years. You mentioned before, Philip, that we also, or you also have IFAD in Brazil and in, in Singapore. Are you also seeing these trends there with the different stakeholders coming together and collaborating as you did in Munich uh, last week? Are they working more closely together globally or is this a European thing? What we saw or, or how we go into the markets, we have we have a very strong EFA cluster and uh, we have an EFA new, a new corporation in Singapore. That's, that's right. We are since uh, yeah, now more than 20 years in China, in India, in, in South Africa and Turkey. And I think we Munich is always a starting point for, for new and for the latest technology and also for for high technologies. What we are doing with our, with our EFAT shows abroad, we go into a market and what we saw sh for, for sure is in each market you have other issues. For, for example, the, the air pollution topic is in China much much bigger um, than, than, in, than in Europe or the wastewater problems in India uh, are different to Germany. So, But for sure, in the end, every topic is also coming back to, to Munich. And um, it will be also it will be interesting um, how these markets are, are changing. And let, let's see what's, what's happening. Yeah, that makes sense. So Munich is sort of the flagship IFAT event. And then that's the beauty of it, the focuses can be localized to really what the issues are. Makes sense to me. So as the organizer, what pleased or surprised you the most? 
about this year's event? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question because there were so many highlights and you also talked about it. You saw, myself, saw so many smiles and if you're going through the atrium in, in the summer, the beer garden was open, everybody was sitting in the garage and uh, heading meetings like that. So, um, and, and this showed us as an event organizer or a trade for organizer that you need face-to-face -face events because of course during corona everybody was thinking about mm, we have zoom we have uh, teams and we have a lot of digital solutions and in the end of course this will help us and we have now um, things which make our daily life easier but in the end we have an industry who needs the face-to-face -face, who needs technologies and you have to show them in at as one and one and this is nothing which can be shown on uh, finally on 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 a, on a video and, and screen etc and that's not surprised me but this um, showed us that we are on the right track and ifat will be always an, an amazing platform for one and one face-to-face -face meeting all all two years Okay, so no regrets, it sounds like, which is always good news for an event organizer. So let's look ahead a little bit. IFA will be back in two years, we're all hoping and uh, assuming, I think. Which topics do you think will hold up and continue to be focal points? Yeah, um, the the good and, and sad thing at the same time is that um, I'm sure in the next two years we have still some the same challenges problems in the end so of course all about the circular economy is focusing also on, on the plastic stream but also looking okay what other waste streams are will be challenging for the industry but so working together with the industry will be still still one important topic we see a lot of potential in in the hydrogen topic what's what's happening there so all these energy topics how we can save more energy how we can use it how it can be more integrated in the in all processes yeah so i think we this will be very interesting topics and uh, happily we are, we are um a show which is uh, fully booked out so we cover our entire venue so we, we have not the, the, the high need to adopt new things so but in the end of course we will discuss it very um, closely with the industry what and this will be done in the next half or one year and we're looking what what trends we we saw and uh, what the industry want to discuss want to show and in the end this will be all about saving our resources closing the loop and and finding solutions and presenting solutions to a real circular e economy in all areas okay so if i heard correctly it's collaboration it's hydrogen And the conservation of resources. Those would be sort of the three main topics. And you're going to, of course, continue to be in discussion with the industry to, to see what the best next big thing is. So to yeah, speak. absolutely. For the continuation of what everything that we need to do to close the loop, as you said. And in fact, the fair presented this year innovative and efficient solutions like using artificial intelligence, like using deep learning technology to further improve waste sorting and address waste management problems. Besides trends and hot topics, what are the central challenges still ahead? It's a good question. Um, so the, the challenges uh, will be still also the, the global cooperation that we need and the interaction, also the, the knowledge transfer. 
so on the one hand to spread with um, with knowledge and with technology all around the world but because in beyond uh, the, the problems are not solved if we have in europe or north america or asia everything solved and we have other regions uh, where you have still these, these issues so i think we we globally interaction and, and network will be still very important for the environmental technologies and we as effort do our best to to support and to create platforms and to to help exhibitors visitors uh, to to work together to make it a little more specific on the industry um you mentioned uh, the the artificial intelligent theme i think um what what i also personally saw and i was really impressed is uh, how much software and how smart all these things and industries and machines are yeah so uh, our <laughs> our internet connection of when you was really at, at the high level at the maximum because um, we saw so many yeah um, need of of interaction of of, of network of the machines and, and all these things and i think this will be very interesting how the interaction between machines humans and all these things will be and i think we'll uh, yeah, i believe that this will be also one hot topic in in the future maybe not in two years but maybe in four years so um there will be also rapid um yeah increase in in, in this uh, demand okay and the development of, of this sort of technology yeah absolutely so to start or to open the show you had environmental politicians like the bavarian environmental minister Thorsten glauber and the German Environment Minister Steffi Lemke. In the future, let's say a couple of years down the road, as environmental issues are increasingly becoming economic issues, would you like to see the ministers of economics there next time? So, first of all, we were very happy that we have two ministers from the environmental segment, one from a German and minister and also from a Bavarian minister. But, of course... To close the loop, we need all parts and um, would be very happy if also the ministers of economic uh, will be there for the next time. But we all invite all parts of economic, uh, starting from a scientific point of view, uh, as also uh, yeah, from 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 all resources uh, from a political um, side, because we need all uh, players and all segments to to find solutions and yeah and. Uh, Let's see who will be uh, next time. If uh, we have uh, five amazing days, so um, everybody is welcome. Absolutely, five amazing days. That's that's a very good way to close this. Thank you, Philip, for joining us and sharing your thoughts. As always, IFA 2022 set strong impulses and demonstrated what we can, as an industry, what we can already do today to close the loop across material streams. We look forward to the next one in 2024 and all the surprises you hold for us there and are actually curious to see how the pace at which we work will continue to develop until then. Thank you again, Philip. Thank you, me too. Thanks for the invitation and all the best. <laughs>